Welcome to episode 15 of the Extracted View Podcast. In this episode, we discuss the fact that the Cubs are really, really good this year. Uh, we also discuss uh, Ben Zobrist and Javi Baez's hot start and the opposite for uh, Hayward and Zolaire. Uh, we eat on John Lackey for a bit and we wrap it up with a fun game comparing this Cubs team to the Cardinals. Listen and enjoy, or don't. I can't tell you what to do. If there's any way to to take your mind off of your inevitable death, it is the 2016 Chicago Cubs baseball team. Absolutely. You know, we're all going to live forever. Yeah. So is this team. They will be this good forever. Anthony Rizzo will be 27 forever. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Jason Hayward won't be OPSing like 500 forever or whatever it is. Hey, hey, hey. 624. 624. Oh. He always gets off to a slow start. It's fine. He's he's the new Mark Teixeira. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried at all. I mean, he's hitting like a zillion line drives. Just yeah, exactly. exactly like his, it, it started getting comical, really. Like what? Are, <laughs> at least his defense is good. David Roth has three more home runs this year than Jason Hayward does. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. Jake well, Arrieta has one more home run than Jason Hayward does. The uh, uh, I gotta look. I was text messaging with a, a buddy, a Pirates fan buddy of mine, uh, in that game where uh, where Ross hit his last homer. <laughs> <laughs> it was just uh, like I uh, I sent him. This was our exchange. Uh, a towering fly ball from Addison Russell. He says, eat literally every dick. <laughs> uh, I sent him back a bunch of smiley face emojis. He says, I'm going to make a baseball is a war crime t-shirt and make millions of dollars selling them outside PNC Park. Uh, can't wait for Kang to rocket liners into everyone's knees. So, they're feeling good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but they have the wild, said, card, did... wild card game circled again, huh? Right. I said, how does it feel making Jason Hamill look like Bob Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> he says, sounds like a very Pirates-esque thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, uh, after Bryant hit the homer, he says, I'm not saying I support terrorism, but if someone hijacked the Cubs play and preferably on a pajama trip, I wouldn't shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> so the state of Pirates fans, uh, the mental state, is healthy, I would say. Uh, yeah, good. yeah I, I would feel bad for them if uh, they weren't in the same division as the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. If I were the fan of some AL team, man, I would feel so bad for Pirates fans right now. <laughs> well, yeah, because they were awful for 30 years, and then they finally get good, and it just happens to coincide with us eating their lunch. Yeah, on um, one of the Twitter accounts, I think uh, the, the YGAVs account was talking about how, like, you know, they've been fighting their big brother for years and years and finally, you know, the, they, they've lost a step and they turned around and their their little brother is suddenly like <laughs> 250 pounds and 6 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Like, Andrew McCutcheon is never going to win a division as long as he's on the Pirates. Yeah. Did he sign an extension or is he, when is he a free agent? 
I think he sent in an extension a couple of years ago. I, I'm not exactly sure. I'm looking that up. Contract. Uh, six years, $51 million. He signed through 2017 with an option year. Yeah, but that's a team option, and they'll pick that up. So For sure. Two more seasons after this one. So luckily he's not going on the market the same year as Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> he could get uh, half of what Harper gets and still have like a $200 million contract. It's, he's signed through his age 31 season. That's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, he'll still make money, but like... Um, so anyway, what, what did we actually want to talk about? Well, the first thing on our agenda is, it just says, this team is very good. <laughs> uh, True. Hard, hard to argue. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, uh, as far as the Pirates things go, it's been, it has been funny, uh, I've enjoyed rewinding the clock back to 2008, where it's just, where it's, the, that feeling that we would get playing the Pirates when they were throwing out Gorzolani and, like, Ian Snell, <laughs> and just, like, and every game was, like, 12 to 2. Like, yeah, this is fun again to be back here. It feels nicely nostalgic. Yeah, J- Jeff it's Locke is really a, a throwback to that era of Pirates <laughs> yeah. baseball. <laughs> like, the best part about the game, I mean, well, it was probably Addison Russell's home run, but the second best part of that game was that they just complained so much after that game. <laughs> It's awesome. Like that, you know, you've got them. They've, they just whine to the point like where, To the point where even Hurdle was like, "Well, you know, if you don't like the way a team's treating you, go out and beat them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your own manager." <laughs> uh, um, but on a on a not pirates related note, one thing that we didn't have on the agenda that I saw that uh, annoyed the shit out of me. Was uh, somebody mentioned? Apparently, Dave Cameron is uh, going around talking about how uh, Addison Russell is not that good a player. He's not like not a special hat. He's though. He's though. Brad Miller, my friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we ever want to get to, if we ever want to get to the point where we're consistently the sixth best organization in baseball, we really <laughs> listen to David Cameron more often. Uh. Yeah, so that's we can just uh, all universally agree that that's ridiculous, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm they, I'm still I'm still perfectly fine with Billy Bean's scouting report that he's Barry Larkin in the making. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take Barry Larkin. Yeah, I have been like I I think I'm the high man on the world on Edison Russell, and he has still exceeded my expectations. He's been just, like, stupidly good. Where if he was on, like, ten other teams in the league, he would be, like, their best... They would build their organization around him, and he's, like, he's the fifth he's, he's best like, He's, like, almost an afterthought on this roster. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, put him on the Phillies, and they're going crazy. Like, he's... Like, he's holy the shit, future of the Phillies. Yeah. It's him and Aaron Nola... But on our team, he—I mean, sure—we'll throw him a bone and bat him sixth. If, if this team, if this team were the uh, the the 2011 Cubs, he'd be Starlin Castro. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh man, he has a 14 percent walk rate this year. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> his walk went up six percent. His strikeouts went down nine percent. 
it's something else, man. He's on pace for 20 home runs. Gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. Yeah, that walk yeah. Rate, that walk rate is like sixth best on the team too. Well, maybe less <laughs> if you if you don't count Arietta, who also has a forty percent walk rate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah Arietta's almost league average at the bat. The the fact that the fact that we're getting to enjoy the Addison Russell blossoming era at the same time where we're also getting to enjoy the hey Javi Baez isn't a bust era. Uh, yeah, I really. Take every doubter can take their hobby bias doubt and fucking shove it up their ass because some of us are true believers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's safe to say you've been on the, the bias train for a long time there. Yeah. Vindication feels so think, good. Yeah, I think you conduct that train pretty much. <laughs> uh, ever since he was uh, uh, ever since he was in Peoria. I mean, I if I were the Cubs, I would. I think at this point, I would just start him every day at third base. And sorry, Soler, but I don't know. If I just you, don't like. I don't get how you're not trying to move him desperately right now. Well, well maybe, 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 maybe it's because he's already put up negative WAR, negative one WAR on the season. Yeah, I know it's incredible. Like at this point, I think I might just send him to AAA and have him hit every day, but. Yeah. If you want to win, Javier Baez needs to probably play every day at third, so you can at least see what you've got. It's so weird with Solaire, like, like you know, we we all weren't that high on him, but like, I'm just shocked by how many struggles he's had this season. Yeah, I think, and I think it gets in his head. Like yesterday, he was he just looked really bad. Yeah, or even like earlier earlier this week, I think in the doubleheader when he struck out with the bases loaded, like. You know, there's there's this you know fan theory running around that he's just been screwed by big strike zones, and that's totally just gotten him off his game. And that's certainly what it looked like in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was the story for him last year too. But I mean, at Even, some point, you just gotta you still like, have to produce something. You have to make adjustments. It's like yeah. what are you? Yeah. Well, I mean, or you know, when he when he does hit the ball, he's you know hitting his lay in line drives, but still has a bad up of two thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know. I just you know, I'm glad to be living in a world where I'm right about everything about Cubs baseball. <laughs> like that's that just feels good. Uh I'm happy. Um, you know, we'll forget that I was completely wrong on Benzo Brist, but I think we all were wrong on Benzo Brist. Yeah, I was, uh, I was joking our deleted podcast last week, but I was gonna go back and delete everything negative I said about that yeah. signing. Uh, God, he's been fun. Yeah, he almost has a higher OBP than Dexter Fowler does, who started the year off, you know, hitting around 60%. But, so yeah, let's go, like, circle around. Addison Russell, 375 OBP. That's really cool, right? Except that Dexter Fowler has a 447. Ben Zobris has a 446. (laughs) Rizzo has a 419. (laughs) <laughs> it's just uh, incredible. You, can we, like we could just like I feel like we could like we don't need to re- record podcasts the rest of the year. Like we can just cut this and like paste whatever like ADR in whatever their numbers, <laughs> numbers are, are. Point, and just be like this team's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I think my favorite Zobra thing this season, actually, is, you know, aside from him, you know, hitting like crazy, was uh, when they lost that game to the uh, the Padres and uh, Fernando Rodney did the arrow thing. He jumped up to catch it. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, made me yeah. laugh so hard. <laughs> like, like, but let's okay, like just to put in perspective how good this team has been and how crazy it. David Ross is a 348 OBP. <laughs> yeah. That's David where Ross is David, 10% better than the average hitter in the in the It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> He's slugging 453. He has an 800 OPS. <laughs> you see there there were rumors going around over the weekend that some of the players were going to try to lobby Theo to get him to to not retire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he said he would. He, he said he would consider a qualifying offer. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> God, that's good. Yeah, yeah well, it's so fun. Um. Okay. So we've covered Soler and Hayward struggles. Yeah. yeah. So one. Yeah, one more thing about how good the Cubs are so far. So I looked back for like the past 15 or 20 years to try to see if there's ever been a team that won more games than the worst two teams combined. Mm-hmm. And that's it's never happened. But uh, <laughs> this year, we've got a chance. <laughs> well, I, I think sing, uh, this is... This Are year's you, you're talking about over the there. entire season, not over the first Over the entire games. season. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it was over the first 40 games... We almost couldn't lose because right now Minnesota and Atlanta combined for 18 wins, <laughs> and we have 27. So for that to happen, I think we probably need to win like 115 games, and then you need two teams to win like 58 each, 57 and 58. So I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that it's going to be about as close as it's going to get. Well, certainly the Braves are a good bet to fill in one half of that. With, For sure. With cleanup hitter Jeff Rencourt. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. Uh-huh. It's a pretty bad sign when your cleanup hitter last year learned how to pitch because that was the only way he could still stay in the majors. <laughs> oh, man. How about Frank Cor's uh, Fangraphs page? He has five straight years of sub-replacement level play. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, Hell of a clubhouse guy. Hell of a clubhouse guy. He must be like team, the best team guy. really value his smile, I guess. Yeah. Look, he still has a positive war for his career, so, you know, it's not a total... Yeah. That really is just incredible. He's so bad. It's Really fun. Um, His highest OBP in the last five years was 287. Oh, shine on you, crazy diamond. Yeah. Well, he's got 284. Oh, no, wait. 284 is less than 287. I can do math. Yeah. (laughs) I put that on my calculator and it spit out that, yeah, 287 was higher. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, the last time he got that OBP over 300, he was a a two-and-a-half win player, you know? So it's just... The little things. 
He's All he has to do to be a good player is to hit a lot better than he's hit in the past half decade. You know, it's a simple thing, really. Yeah. Um, well, how, do we get, how do we get talking about Jeff Francoeur? What the hell? <laughs> well, we were this just team talk, is good. We were just talking about how, uh, well, we, you know, we talked about how good the Cubs are. We have to talk about how bad the Braves are. You know, it's, a, it's an yeah. equal time thing. Bring sure, balance but, to the podcast. Um... I haven't been paying attention to the Astros. Still fucking awful, too. Yeah, they're still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, fifteen and twenty-three. Yeah, that's not good. Can't get anyone out. That's the problem on that team. Um, yeah, real unfortunate. I uh, so this. What are where are your estimated win totals for the Cubs right at this point in the season? You guys, what are what are we thinking? <sighs> One eleven. One oh five. One eleven. Oof. Yeah, I'll I'll split the difference and say one oh nine. Yeah. That's we like so that that was the crazy thing. Some like realizing that uh the team could go under five hundred from here on out and still win ninety games, like that's Yeah. I love this team so much. Well, everyone except uh John Lackey. <laughs> At least for me, I thought I thought I could come to like him being a Cub, but no. Was it on, I was on Twitter the other day, and someone posted a picture of John Lackey, and he had his mouth closed. I didn't recognize him. <laughs> 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 oh, it's just so annoying. Like, and then there was this latest, this latest stuff this week when he was talking shit with that Padres backup catcher, and I was like, oh yeah, there's the John Lackey <coughs> that we know and love. Yeah, it's hard. Pretty much the only nice thing I could say about him is that at least he works quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch him for less time than the rest of... Independent of the fact that he's John Lackey, I like, I like pitchers that work quickly. It drives me crazy when like John Lester takes like you know five minutes per pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what I always loved about Mark Burley, even when he was on the White Sox, that as soon as he got the ball, he pretty much just wanted to throw it back to the catcher. Right. I mean, even... Though John Lackey is probably not a great person, like as far as like I, me looking at his face, he has been <laughs> pretty great this year. Pretty great, but still the worst of the five Cubs starters, which says more about the other five starters than it does about Lackey. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And he, but uh, he's been really unlucky as far as when people get on base against him, they they generally tend to score. Which, I don't know if that's, uh, like, him, or if that's just luck. Maybe it's just that, that Cardinals strand rate devil magic uh, karma coming yeah. back at him. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that the Cubs should go out and get a pitcher anyway? No. No? I kind of agree. Um, I think they should get someone for the bullpen. Like, as far as if you're looking for weaknesses on this team, I think... If you had really? one more really good reliever, that's basically the only thing I would trade any long-term asset for. Yeah. And I, really? get, rid of, and I get rid of Clayton Richard, because I hate Oh, yeah, I know. I should have checked him into the sun. <laughs> Do I really feel comfortable handing the ball to Hendricks in a Game 4 situation? I don't... I He's given me no reason not to so far this year. You mean like a Game 5 situation? I mean, Hamels. Unless you think that, that the area to beard... Uh, I'm assuming that the second a... half magic will do its thing to Jason Hamill, and he'll go from a 
two ERA pitcher to a four and a half ERA pitcher. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I'm expecting by the end of the year, Hamill will turn back into a pumpkin. Yeah. Um, no. I, I mean, I, I'm fine with Hendricks in a game four. Yeah, I've been extremely impressed with Hendricks this year. Like, he just good. doesn't walk anyone. He's been in every game. He hasn't really given up that many home runs, which like you're afraid that okay? you know, when he misses, it's going to. 450 feet, and it might end up being that way, but so far this season, he's just I, been... It's not too I guess bad. He, has, just, he hasn't been blown out either. I mean, the most runs he's given up in a start is four. Sure. I guess I just assumed that he was he was having a really good start and that he was getting a little unlucky, but he has a FIP, a half run lower than his ERA, so... Yeah. And I mean, there, a lot can change. A lot can change, but as it stands, I've been extremely impressed with him this year. Yeah, sure. All right. That, that said, this pitching staff pretty much needs to go seven or eight because I trust precisely one person in the bullpen right now. Oh, uh, I, like, I like Adam Ward, too. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Wait, wait, when you say one person in the bullpen, you mean Rondone or who? Yeah, I meant Rondone, but okay. I mean, okay. Warren's, Warren's been great, too. But, I mean, Rondone has been, he has been the Cubs' best pitcher. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, he has, still hasn't walked anyone. <laughs> Yeah, you got a negative fit. <laughs> yeah, once every sixty innings, you expect the Cubs to get a negative one run from him. It, he just has been a treat to watch. How did who who did he give up a run to? Like he came, like it might have been some inherited runs, or maybe, or no, he came in. It wasn't a save situation. I think is what it was. Like they just brought him in to get some work. No, no, it was an extra. It was against Atlanta. It was the extra inning game. Oh, he took the loss on that one. Four to three. I'm trying to see. Oh. Uh, yeah, he came in in a tie game in the 10th, yeah. Just uh, oh, yeah. It's a, this is how This is how cheap it was. Ground ball through the second and first. Ground ball. A ground ball single left field sacrifice fly. That is that is what it was. So is seeing ice singles. Apparently, it's is his weakness. Uh, yeah, just diving deeper into that. Uh, no walks, no home runs in uh, thirteen innings pitched so far. Fourteen point fourteen and a half Ks per nine. Uh, so, you know, coming up on a strikeout and a half per inning. 4.5% uh, line drive percentage. <laughs> one. Uh, that's got to be like one line drive. Yeah. Uh, a negative FIP? Yep. <laughs> he's, he's, pitching, he's pitching so well that, you know, in a... If, when you account for luck, the other team should be giving us runs. His whip is lower than David Ross's on base percentage. <laughs> I love this team. That's incredible. So, so you love this team. Let's play a game that you are really going to enjoy. So go to Baseball Reference and look up the 2016 St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. 2016 Cardinals, okay. Okay, So look at their team, and then look at our team, and then uh, decide. Which team do you think is better this year? Like, if they were to play a seven-game series, which team would you take? I mean, is this a trick question? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. This this one's easy. Well, they they yeah, have yeah. Uh, NL MVP Randall Grichuk on their team, so yeah, he's he's like basically Chris Bryant. Uh, I'm I'm going to take the Cubs in a seven game. Yeah, you're going to take the Cubs. Okay, so who's the best player on the Cubs? Do you think? Um. Hmm. I mean, you would have to put it. I would think somewhere between Rizzo and Arietta. Okay, so take Jake Arietta. That's who we decided last week. Okay. Take him off the team and okay. replace him with it would be Adam Warren. Would, would probably slot into his spot as far as like in the rotation, right? Sure. Okay, so now what team would you take? Um. Oh, this is the game. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. Uh, I would still take the Cubs. Okay, now take Tank Anthony Rizzo, and you're moving Baez over to. Well, you're probably well. You're moving Brian over to first base, and Baez is your third baseman now. Now, what team are you taking? Uh. Yeah, still taking the Cubs. Yep, you sure are. So now take Chris Bryan off the team. So now yep. you've got Tommy Lestella <laughs> at first base. You got Tommy uh, Lestella at first base. Zobris at second. Russell at uh, short. Probably seeing uh, Dan Fogelbach on the bench too. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Finally got room for him. Um. I. Uh, I will. Uh, I will still take the Cubs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you probably will. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, who's the next? Who's the next best player on the team? You think John Lester? Um, I would probably Russell. Okay, take Addison Russell off the team. So now you probably got Baez at short. You got Vogelbach at first, and uh, well, Stella's got to move to third, probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now what team are you taking? And now, <laughs> now it gets tricky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then it's, it's yeah, it probably feels uh, a little even. Uh, you know, they probably they might be a little stronger rotation, but probably comparable <laughs> offenses yeah. at that point. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fault you for taking the Cardinals at that point. Yeah. So that tells you something that you could take the three best players off the Cubs, and yeah, they're about as good as the Cardinals are this year. Yeah. That's oh, that was incredible. four best. That was four best. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, R- Russell, Rizzo, and uh, Brian and Arietta. Yeah. That's and even I mean, like if you look at the, you take those four off the roster, you've still got uh, Zobris demolishing the world. You've got Fowler in yeah. a giant OBP. Uh, you've got Montero back on, who's you know a legit. You know, I don't have any on most teams. On most like middle of the road teams, I feel like he's like a, a decent five hitter. Uh, you know, like there's you still have like a legitimate. You have a you have a team that has a decent shot at going five hundred. Yeah, and you know the best part: those four players, with the exception of Jake Arrieta, all team control for the next five years, <laughs> and and all likely to get better if you follow aging curves. Yeah. It is pretty incredible. Wait, give it like Bruce. Well, bravo, Theo. Just well done. You yeah, know? yeah. Not really. I heard a rumor or saw a rumor that his extension might pay him forty million dollars. Worth every penny. Like, oh, yeah. a year. 
<laughs> the Bryce Harper of of general managers, well, presidents of team he's, up. He's like, there's is is there? I mean, there's an argument to be made for how much of it is Theo and how much is just like the brain trust that is. Around. I mean, sure, Jason McLeod, uh, Hoyer. Like, like, I think Jason McLeod might be the most valuable guy we have. In, I am so amazed in- that he is still with this organization and that no yeah. one has hired him. I, you know, I, I kind of wonder if they all just didn't like have some kind of like secret Miami Heat style pact where it's just like, <laughs> all right, we're gonna do that. We're gonna get the World Series, then everybody can take other jobs. Like that's. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I think that that comes into it, where it's like, you are so close, you might as well see it through. Yeah, exactly. Like, you want to be a part of the team, the, of the organization that does this, right? You want that on your resume. <clears throat> yeah. It's the, and they, well, in all likelihood, they're not going to have to wait that long. Yeah, in the exception yeah. of Theo, it's the, it's the first sentence of your obituary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for all of them, they said like because uh, they like at least those three were all in the Sox organization in '04, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, it's so crazy. But but what I, the point I was going to make is like somewhere in that, like you could make the argument that Theo is maybe the most valuable acquisition you can have for your baseball team in 2016, right? Like, as far as just, yeah. like, laying the foundation, um, they're, like... Well, you can think of it more as value added over what was uh, what was here beforehand. <laughs> sure, but I mean, like, but, but as far as, like, I guess the, the point I'm trying to make is, like, would you rather, at, at this point, would you rather have... Bryce Harper or Theo Epstein managing your or running your organization. Bryce Harper, he's good. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go out and live on that one. <laughs> is it like you have? Well, but with I, I mean, if you well, that's like that's the thing. If you if you get Theo, not only do you potentially get someone on the talent level of Bryce Harper because you're. Because you, you know, with Theo comes like you know the scouting and the player, like the player evaluation, player development, the uh, talent acquisition. Like you're probably getting, you may not get a Bryce Harper level style, like you know, ninety, well, uh, like you know, almost very likely heading towards a Hall of Fame career guy, but you're gonna get maybe talent a step below that caliber and a lot of it. Yeah. I, I'm not sure who I would take, honestly. Although I'm leaning towards Bryce Harper in the sense that there's really only one or two Bryce Harpers, and there are probably general managers that none of us have ever heard of that would potentially be pretty pretty good, if, if not Theo level, but close to it i feel like we gotta we gotta give some extra credit here to uh to not ted cruz uh for sticking with theo for for so long too (laughs) yeah for sure Uh, well i mean you have to think like you have to think when they brought theo into that situation that he had to be pretty upfront about like okay this is how we're gonna do this and like it's gonna take a while and it's gonna get 
ugly for a second. Like, yeah, I don't, okay, I don't know mean, how much. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's easy to see that, you know, just in advance, like, yeah, we're going to be bad. But after, you know, you know, those three years, you know, with just how bad the Cubs were during those first three years, you, it only takes a minute to change your mind. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, fair enough. But at the same time, I don't know, like, even in the midst of it, like, you could tell that this was building towards something that, like, you can tell that this was turning around. Like, there was not, uh, I don't know. There are definitely organizations in baseball that would have fired Theo Epstein. I think oh, that's, yeah, for sure. Ab- absolutely. I'm not, I don't mean to suggest that otherwise, but, uh, but I do think there are also organizations in baseball that don't give a shit about building a solid foundation, as much of a shit about building yeah. a solid foundation is like, look, there are, I think there are organizations that are run by dumber people, like in a baseball sense, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Oh, one last thing. Okay. Now that I'm on the 2016 Cardinals, it's nice to see that their big pitching free agent acquisition of Mike Leake is really working out for them. <laughs> He's probably still pitching better than uh, Adam Wainwright, right? Uh, that everyone is, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's... Is- <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes me a little sad. Like for some reason, I always kind of liked Adam Wainwright, and to have it go so far south on him is is kind of a bummer. There, there's still time. I'm I'm not that worried. I mean, as a Cubs fan, I'd be happy to see I'm not this worried c- at all. continue. But I I if I were a Cardinals fan, I would not be worried about those numbers normalizing for Wainwright at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem with Mike Leake is that he's just actually not very good. Yeah. All right. Well, on that happy note, let's uh, wrap it up. (laughs) Yep. That's fun. See you guys next week. Yep. See ya. Listen to every word.